Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Robots in Disguise podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And today we are hacking and wheezing our way through Sick as a Bot. <laughs> oh, sick beats, bro. I like bat bots, and I cannot lie. <laughs> Bats are like weird, like Tim Burton gargoyle things. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it almost reminded me of like the gargoyle from, uh, was that uh, Tales from the Crypt movie? Uh, no, uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, that was Ooh. Uh, played by Ray Don Chong. Spoilers. Definitely yeah. not like the gargoyles from Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Or the gargoyles from Disney's Gargoyles. <laughs> also not like them. Coming soon to a toy shelf near you or already not- on a toy shelf or waiting to fit room on a toy shelf. Big frickin' wings. Yeah, they're we're occupying to- most of your toy shelf already because of their enormous wings. Man, yeah. I passed up a clearance to $30 Demona yesterday, and I may end up having to go back for that. Yeah, go back. I mean, admittedly, I haven't found shelf space yet. I I probably will take my Legos and put them away. Put the gargoyles up in the spot. But yeah, there's a bat episode. We have more animal monsters. Yay. Uh, Sadly, this this is our last Decepticon of the week. Oh, yeah, what? we haven't really had too many of those this season, so I'm glad we, we get a little more of that before we're done. Mm-hmm. And we only have three episodes left after uh, this? After this, yes, three episodes. That, it feels like we should be more, have a clue like what the ending is going to be. <laughs> well, that's coming up <laughs> next week. Okay. In this, our, in our I next mean, episode. It's, it's a weird it's, season. It's good, but if you look at the overarching season, it does kind of feel like filler. Yeah. Well, but it's yeah, good. it's not bad. It, it's what this season is good at, which is random Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah. I mean, this the show has always been... Uh, the, the random Monster of the Week episodes are usually good. The shows where there's a bigger plot, it's not its strong point. Yeah, because yeah, it's like hit or miss. Prime was so much about the overarching plot for yes. most of those seasons, and kind of to its disadvantage. Yes. In, in that per week episodes maybe weren't as good. Like, Prime is such a good show that I didn't really enjoy as much as a lot of other people. It's weird. Like, it's the less than the sum of its parts, but this show, it's like, it feels like more than some of its parts, but like in this last season, it feels like it's all over the place. Like, half the episodes feel like random season one episodes that were transposed at the year. And, and the other half are Combiner Wars stuff, which is over. Or is it? Yep. So what are we doing now? <laughs> oh, no. Or is it? it? Oh. No, it's just weird that I know there's a big two-cell toys thing coming, and it feels weird we haven't even seen them in shadows yet. That is a little surprising. Gotta sell those toys. It, it's bizarre. Yeah. Like, because we had, like, most of the season was a build-up for Soundwave, and he's gone because he's not the final big bad of the season, and it's like... He's not the final boss. And he's not, not even like, okay, he was sort of linked to the final boss that's coming, but not directly enough, like, if we'd had some communication between him and what's coming, but it's... Connective tissue seems missing. Not to say that this was a bad episode. I'm just digressing. I mean, still, it's no cyberverse. 
We need to get to Cyberverse <laughs> so you can see just how messy. I <laughs> I have heard about it. Well, I Cyberverse supposedly gets better, but like the first season is not good because I watched like two episodes of that and I was like, oh no. yes. Or an episode and a half, really. But even when it gets better, like, it clearly had no idea when seasons were supposed to begin or end. Okay, so they took the wrong lesson from this season. Yes. <laughs> Which, I I mean, I kind of do like when Serialized Story is a collection of small arcs, but I like when those collection of small arcs builds to a bigger arc. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a three-act structure you just don't realize is a three-act structure till you hit the third act. It's like, right. oh, okay, now I get it. Whereas this season is like, eh? well, because supposedly the first, it's like six episodes that's a mini season. Then we have the Combiner Wars, and then faffing about, which is fun, <laughs> and whatever the end is. I do love a good faffing about. Which I guess is going to be a two-episode season finale, which two-episode season finale is generally better than a three-episode, because that middle episode is always saggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Bats. Yes. It's almost October. It's Halloween season. It's time for some bats. I guess when we Ooh. post this, it probably will be October. So, That's welcome right. to spooky we got a, we season. Got a, yes. got a vampire and everything. Yeah. Vampires. She's, she's kind of got like an accent, sort of. A little bit. Does, well, she doesn't really have that many lines in that it wasn't until they mentioned it was a she. It's like, oh, I guess it's a female bat monster this week who hasn't had any lines yet. Uh, it, it is, in fact, a strong arms voice actor, Constant Zimmer. Kind of sound like she's hungover. <laughs> Much like with Filch, we are not actually getting another woman to come in and do this episode. We're just going to have Constant Zimmer do double duty. But, you know, good for it's, her paycheck. Good for her paycheck. Yeah. Well, it's like when, what was it, Voltron, where like a bunch of the female characters were Peter Cullen somehow? <laughs> Sure. Oh, like, was the nanny Peter Cullen? It's been a long time since I've seen the original Voltron. I, I assume it's just either Peter Cullen doing a falsetto or just doing the Optimus Prime voice and people are just uh, referring to uh, her by female pronouns. <laughs> that would be great. Works fine. I would love that. That That's some big granny goodness energy, and I'm here for it. <laughs> anyway... So, uh, so, yeah, this weird, like, gargoyle thing is just crawling up this mountain. Sorry, this uh, this first this indeed first aired in the spooky season, October 21st, 2017. Spooky and uh, written by uh, Will Friedel, uh, Bumblebee's oh. voice actor. Wow. Oh, shit. So this is the second. So he writes fun episodes. Yes, he also wrote uh, Pretzel, Pretzel Logic. Pretzel Logic, yeah. Which was basically my favorite episode of the show. The one with pretzels. Yeah. I mean, maybe he did just have this script, like, hanging around, and they were like, we need another episode. And he was like, well, here, I've got this one. Yeah. But also, I guess you got to put in our end-of-the-season uh, guest star. Yes. Mm. So, you see, yeah, this, this weird gargoyle thing is just climbing up this uh, this rock. It's, it's looking at the scrapyard, and ooh, Energon. It needs Energon. Needs it. Oh, I guess it does have lines at the beginning of the episode. They did very sickly sounding. Yes, like like hungry bat. Yeah. Like this is this is less your your suave, uh, you know, 
uh, Christopher Lee, Dracula. Bela Lugosi, Draculia, and more of a Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah. Or the the weirder moments of Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the, the, the Autobots are back in the scrapyard. They've driven away the pack. Steeljaw's the only one who remains. Oh. And uh, Denny, he's got some vintage pond decoration, and he's very excited about them. Yes. Well, they, they survived the siege. He yeah. is busy trying to catalog what survives of his junk. So I noticed this a little bit last episode, but this episode, like, Russell's voice actor... Definitely oh, yeah. going through puberty. Very yeah. much so. Which I guess could explain why he hasn't shown up as much. It's like, let's write around the kid whose voice is breaking. I mean, yes. yeah, I, it's going to happen. I think we're definitely going to be getting into that with the next season of Rescue Bots as well. Aww. Hmm. But I mean, this is what happens when you don't hire a middle-aged Canadian woman to voice your, to your, your young boys. That's yeah, how it goes. It's like... How much time has even taken place in this series in continuity? I think this is all supposed to be one summer, which is that, pretty nuts. No, Just get that, Saffron that, Henderson to do it and be done with be it. Right. Just give her all the jobs. Because they, they were going the, the the whole thing was like it. His his mom is going to Copenhagen yeah. for the summer. But it, it feels so weird, but, like that these three or four seasons have taken place in a summer of two and a half months. Doesn't feel like it could have happened. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of character development happening in those few months. Yeah, but it's also like time wise. Yeah, you, you, be- you better call John Cusack because this is one crazy summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we even have a dinosaur stomping around. That is correct. <laughs> we do. And Grimlock, Grimlock is sort of Godzilla-ish. Well, he's got the jaw of American Godzilla, the first one. He does. And, and I'm checking it. Unfortunately, nobody from one crazy summer was in Transformers. The closest was Curtis Armstrong, hmm. uh, who was in that show Dan Versus, which was on the Hub at the same time as Transformers. Oh, yeah, Prime. it sure was. Instead, we got somebody else from um, Revenge of the Nerds. Wait, who did we get from Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, wait, did, wait. wasn't Eddie Dazen? Yeah, wasn't Eddie Deason? I don't, was I don't think I think Eddie Deason was somehow not in Revenge of the Nerds. I thought I could have sworn he was at least in one of the sequels, but I guess not. Okay. Anyway, so we got uh, the weird little comedy nerd actor. <laughs> yeah. So pretty soon, this you know it, it sees they've got a big pile of energon cubes there, so it is coming in to to drink this stuff down. Needs it, and unfortunately. The defense system is currently undergoing diagnostics, so it's not working. Conveniently, that has happened once or twice before. Well, he's got to do diagnostics. Well, well, otherwise it would be a real short episode. Yes. I know, but like, uh, well, admittedly, I think one of the previous times was like a steel jaw timed it so that would happen, but mm. it's just, well, it has to happen for the episode to happen. Look, she's sure. clearly doing badly. Just give her some energy on and leave her alone. I mean, kind of, yeah, at the beginning of the episode, it's just a sickly little thing who needs to drink Energon. It's like, like all Transformers, it is their fuel, it is their blood. It's just perfect. The vampire metaphor doesn't quite work. And also their money. Yes. Yes. Uh, And uh, it's at this point, I believe, that uh, Sideswipe says, what the Zots? Yes. (laughs) 
Wait, is that, is that a reference to something? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty obscure reference, but it may be a reference to Kamazots, or Zots, the uh, ancient bat god of the underworld, of the Maya. Oh, right! <laughs> oh. So maybe... Maybe! Wow, that, that would be a great weird reference. Nice. He, he's just been reading that stuff lately. Zot. It felt like Zot should have been a reference to like some obscure G1 thing, but... No. Oh, it's a candy? I have heard of the candy. Is it made of bats? Maybe. Mm. Mm. Delicious bats. <laughs> anyway, so, and at this point, uh, speaking of diseased vampires, this thing just starts spewing green gas. Out yeah, of where, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Perhaps I don't want to know. Thankfully, there's no mention of how bad it smells. I was very much afraid of that because it's this yes. noxious green cloud coming out of a flying thing. It is like, very oh no. guano-like. But I, no. I, I think Jack Nicholson's got a bunch of uh, parade balloons uh, just out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? <laughs> Cue up oh, the that, prince. That'd be funnier if the monster of the week turned into a Batmobile. <sighs> that would be good. I mean, it'd be good alt mode for a bat. I mean, uh, S- Steeljaw is vaguely Batmobile-esque. Well, Tumblr-ish. Yes. Well, and also he kind of just looks like a, like a big wolf head. Yeah. Anyway, so pretty quickly, Bumblebee, Sideswipe, and Strongarm start having blurry vision, achy joints, uh, general fatigue. Double vision. Um, they are not doing good. Uh, I can't remember any other foreigner songs off the top of my head games. <laughs> oh, wait, it's double vision head games, and is there a shaky knees foreigner song? Nothing springs to mind, but they are hot-blooded. You can check it and see. Oh my, is this entire episode a in-joke? They've got a fever of 103. Will Friedel, <laughs> did you make a foreigner in-joke to an episode? <laughs> I love this episode. Anyway. Oh, we, we skipped over peril at the beginning of the episode. I mean, well, the peril is that uh, Russell is just hauling these decorations around. He's about to be uh, swooped upon by this gargoyle. Yeah, there's this big pile of metal ducks that sound loud and metal when his dad is stacking them in his arms, and I'm wondering how this small child whose voice is cracking could carry half a dozen of these big metal things. Well, my guess is that they're heavy and they're made. Is that they're hollow and they're made of tin or something? Yeah, possibly. They they sound thicker than that, but but yes, peril. I do appreciate that we have learned from Rescue Bots the importance of starting an episode with Mortal Peril. Yes. I've said it before, and I've said it again. It is important. It's good, either Peril or a nice, solid joke. Yes. So, Grimlock does manage to to keep it, uh, keep, to keep the Decepticon occupied up to the point when Fixit can get the defenses back online, which drives it off with just a handful of Energon. But unfortunately, uh, the uh, the th- our three main Autobots are now super sick. Oh no! Yeah, yeah they are not doing well. Yeah. And just who and who should drop in at just perhaps the right or the wrong time? Hey uh, guys! But old Bulkhead. Yay! Uh, returning for the first time since the end of Transformers Prime. Yep. Is he the uh, only 
Autobot. Mm-hmm. I guess RC never actually shows up. RC never shows up. No. Oh, that's and then sad. none of the and then none of the later editions show up. Well, no. Yeah. So no Ultra Magnus, no Smokescreen. Uh, no Smokescreen. No Wheeljack. Jackie. Aw, mm. Buckhead should have shown up with Jackie. Mm. Still voiced by uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, the uh, the largest sounding voice actor in the business. Yes. Not the first <laughs> time he's been on Robots in Disguise, though. Mm. Who was he again? He was way back in the first season uh, as the Buffalo. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh. Terra Shock. Right. Yes. Oh, forgot about that. Boy, that was a, that seems like a long time ago. Yeah, it does. I mean, that was one of the first episodes. And this is—is is this a new character model or is it, it just modified? I, I, it is a new character model. In fact, he did have a toy based on this. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I think. Wait, did I get the toy? The vehicle mode looks very much the same. Oh no, I got the weird Roadbuster redeco. I think. But he is slightly more leggy. <laughs> yes, and slightly less gigantic. Oh, no, although he's, he's. He's wider, possibly, which is like Bulkhead was already wide. He's more round. It's, I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's peacetime. He's, uh, he's maybe gained a little weight. Mm. So he's all, uh, hey, hey, guys, Optimus Prime wanted me to wanted to meet me here. What's up? <laughs> he didn't tell me why. He just said to meet here. And when he was telling me to meet here, he could have explained something, but he did not. What's going on? <laughs> why does everyone look bad? Did I come at a bad time? Uh oh, he did. He came at a bad time. So it seems that uh, Winko just dropped a bunch of nanoparticles, like a nanovirus, which has infected the uh, the three our three main casts. However, apparently it is not currently or is not as effective on Minicons or Dinobots. Mm. Yes, and has quickly dissipated having- already different physiology. Oh, yeah, also, at one, at one point, uh, here, Fix It calls it malware, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Can you have malicious There is This brain? episode is very heavy on the biotechno jargon. Yes. Yeah. And, in, and indeed, it does appear that this is going to be fatal unless they can somehow cure it. Yeah, it feels it's, weird that he jumps to that conclusion after basically flu ailments. Yeah, yes. somebody, one of them asks him, like, if they're gonna die of it, and he's like, well, not sure, but it appears Probably, likely, yeah. and I'm like, what the Probably. hell? Probably. Wow. Wow. That's mm. rough. That's really rough. <laughs> so yeah, now we have moved from them just feeling under the weather to they're dying. Yep. Mm. So, Grimlock, you know, we need a cure. Where can I get one? So we, we, we find out that our, our gargoyle is indeed Wing Code, who is a vampire like uh, Nightstrike. It's not a great name. That name feels like a reject from a Transformers name generator. Yes. Kind of, it's a, it's a weird, it doesn't roll off the tongue. No. No, and it doesn't mean or even really imply no. or suggest anything. I mean, no. yeah, wing thing would be too weird. That that's never been a great name. But wing code, eh. it, it feels that feels like a placeholder name. It's like we need another pass, and we never right. got to do it. Uh, and she was a spy for the Decepticons during the war, but then was imprisoned when she stole a 
uh, bioweapon and absorbed it. Mm-hmm. Thus becoming a, a real uh, a real typhoid Mary. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't absorb the bioweapons you're stealing. Well, it worked out pretty well for her, I guess. I guess that's fair. What, she got arrested and stuffed on a prison ship going to another planet, so not really. Well, I guess, but if it wasn't for that, it would just be, it would barely be an episode at all. They'd just find her and then, like, put her in a stasis pod. Well, yeah. So, you know, they they, they look into maybe uh, doing a CNA transplant. Uh, let's not bring that back ever. I, I also one of them <laughs> says that fix it should be able to fix it because it's right there in his name. I assume that's sideswipe. That sounds uh, like a no, sideswipe thing. Grimlock. Grimlock. Grimlock says that. It's right in your name. That also seems like a Grimlock thing to say. Yeah, t- take as much of my CNA as you need. I only need a little. <laughs> yeah, I CNA is a weird thing that I fluctuate on whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. But but it sort of helps weird things like budding make sense. Admittedly, mm. budding is really bizarre. Yes. I don't want budding to make sense. I want to forget about it. <laughs> and then things go from things go from bad to worse when Fix It starts puking. Yes. <gasps> Poor guy. Oh, what does he describe it as later? Like, like his energon intake system is uh, backfiring or expelling <laughs> or something. Yeah. And uh, notably, note that everybody's uh, lights turn like a sickly green when they're sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that until like halfway through the episode. Like, their Autobot symbol turns green that it's yes. sick, too. It's like, that's a nice detail. Their eyes. Yeah, there's there's their some headlights. color tweaking going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Grimlock is unable to stay calm. And so Bulkhead kind of has, so, you know, he just goes on the run. He's going to somehow find wing code, question how, he has no idea. But uh, Bulkhead's telling him, you know, you need a plan. You know, I'm, I'm aware of what it's like to be the big dumb green guy. He is. <laughs> He's very familiar with that. But you can't just go off charging into things. And so they have to end up, they end up having like a big fight, which is yeah. pretty cool. Well, yep. Chase sort of escaping Chase fight, rolling down a hill, yes. encountering wild humans. Bulkhead has yeah. to wrestle him. Yep, there's, I guess, so I've, I've mentioned before that if everything is automated, then no one has to work. But I guess everyone just is tourists now. Sure seems like that. It's, it's the post-scarcity economy. We're, uh, we're, we're like a couple decades away from forming Starfleet. Yeah, this sounds nice. It seems nice. Yeah. I would like to live in this world and occasionally run into giant robots who make half-assed attempts to hide their identities. Yeah, Bulk, yeah, Bulk it says, uh, aren't these new exosuits awesome? You can <laughs> rent them down by the lake. <laughs> Come on, Bulkhead. I mean, and I just- guess he had... He had the government covering up for him the whole time, so he didn't yeah, have to think about this too hard. He didn't really have to deal with these problems himself. Oh, I just thought of a way to make this episode better, but way more chaotic, if Miko was with him. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes. You know she'd want to ride the dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> and she would also find uh, Russell and Danny to be incredibly boring. 
Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. She might be intrigued by uh, by Denny's chaotic nature. Mm. Yes. The thing with him is he's accidentally chaotic. Yeah, (laughs) he just... She is deliberately chaotic. He's just... (laughs) Probably an adult with an undiagnosed ADHD. She's a lot more. As they've noticed, as as has been noted, he is the closest thing to a responsible adult. (laughs) But that's about it. Yes. (laughs) So he just drags the unconscious Grimlock back to the uh, scrapyard. Yeah. Just picks uh, him up, carries him over his head. Fix it is becoming more of a six it. Oh, yes. poor baby. And everybody is just horribly feverish. Mm. And Strongarm is wildly delirious. Mm. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit where she she sits up and she's, you know, Cadet Strongarm reporting for duty. She's delirious. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and si- Sideswipe is depressive, like everyone's ignoring him. Oh, yeah. Including the is, script. He's like, I'm hot too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also in this episode. <laughs> I... I do love it that like no one comments back on his little whining. No, they they he's correct. They have forgotten him. Everyone's yes. got their own problems right now, but poor sideswipe. He's so good though. I want to hug okay. him. Listen, sideswipe. Okay, you're dying. Aren't we all dying really when you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, fix it just takes off. Her strong arm just takes off. Yes, strong arm just takes off. She decides that she is going on patrol. Yes. It's sort of like when you're so drunk that you think that you're definitely not drunk and you're fine. And That's right. you can do whatever you feel like. She has reached that point of being sick. Oh, is, is it bulking around here that says, like, calm helps, crazy doesn't? Yes. While he's trying to, like, calm down Grimlock, he's like, think about punching and stuff. But my brain is like, sometimes crazy works. I mean, that that was a very good bulkhead line. Yeah. yeah. But crazy does work. It's proven. Like, uh, Will Friedel definitely checked out some uh, some Transformers Prime before he wrote this, which is pretty yeah. good. Even though he was only in it at the very, 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 very end. <laughs> this is true. I guess he was in the movie. Yeah. Anyway, so side so he's trying to uh, figure out what makes what what will calm Grimlock, and that is thinking about violence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, particularly just some it, like, nice meditative punching. Think about punching shark decons in the punching face. them so hard their their snout dents. <laughs> yes. Getting them right in the face. Anyway, so uh, so now Strongarm is deliriously on patrol and uh, comes across an ice cream truck, which is currently unoccupied, but she is very upset with it for noise pollution. Also, now it is fake mustache time for Russell. Oh, yes. It, okay. it is time for the return of Norman McPlank <laughs> yes. and, and his assistant Floyd. Yes. <laughs> I, oh, right, I that was a name callback. Oh. Yes, he's used the McPlank alias a few times. Hmm. Yes. Just not recently. I guess that's as close as they can get to McLovin. <laughs> that, yeah, it's I... McPlank. 
Oh, great. Uh. Now my brain just went on a weird tangent of thinking, would would H.P. Lovecraft stories be as well-remembered if his last name was McLovin? Mm. Or McPlank. H.P. McLovin. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess one of his friends was named Loveman, so probably. Well, I guess that that also means that... uh, the Jeffrey Combs character on Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated would have been H.P. McHayton, which is fantastic. <laughs> that would have been great! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> McHayton. <laughs> anyway, ice cream truck. Yeah, this this guy is just getting going and getting lunch, and Strongarm is about to haul this guy off for life. Well, haul, haul his ice cream truck off. Yeah, but she it's possible she believes the ice cream truck is alive. Yeah. Also, when he came out of the whatever fast food restaurant he had been in, he looked so happy about his lunch. Mm. Yes. I mean, that is usually how I feel once I've ordered lunch as well. Yes, I mean, yeah, coming usually. out of the restaurant with a cup and a bag, and you're just like, oh, yeah, gonna have lunch. But then it goes so bad, because I guess he went to Five Guys or something, because by the time... Strong arm is leaves and he's still standing there like the bottom of his bag falls apart. Something <laughs> soggy was in there and his lunch is just gone. Too many greasy fries just poured right in the bag. Love yeah, those so greasy that, fries though, but I always so bring yeah, a that, separate bag. So thankfully McPlank is able to explain that oh yeah, it's one of these uh, police drones. It's malfunctioning. <laughs> it's a slightly better explanation than Bulkheads, but not much. Mm, no. But luckily, Strongarm is distracted by somebody who has, I guess, just been to the Jack in the Box. Because yes. they have an amusing antenna topper, which is against the against the rules. I had <laughs> one of those that I got when I went to California uh, for BotCon 99, was it, that was in Anaheim? Or 98. Hmm. The one that was in Anaheim. We went to Jack in the Box, and I got an antenna topper because I am from the East Coast. That was exciting. Yeah, I had a foam one for a while. Oh, for a while I had a tennis ball on the top of my truck antenna. I would like to know if there's actually a regulation on Cybertron against silly antenna toppers, because that sounds unreasonably authoritarian. (laughs) Well. Listen, they were tough times on Cybertron. I guess. And that is she's still uh, concerned about that uh, time everybody at uh, at, uh, Jack in the Box got E. coli. That was around the the time that I went out there for BotCon. Well, at least you just brought the antenna topper back and not uh, E. coli virus. Yes. Or bacteria. Maybe she's just trying to enforce laws that she personally thinks should exist. Or it's it's like one of those like crazy rules about like like or you know one of those laws that was enacted you know centuries ago. Like, that know, nobody you, actually you know, enforces. Right. You about can't wear like, orange socks on Sundays or something. About, like, <laughs> spitting in public and... Yes. That sort of thing. Anyway, so... So everybody else is overheating. We're, uh... We're putting a bunch of fans on them. And Sideswave, of course, he wants fans, too. <laughs> he does. He wants people to remember he's there. Oh, yeah, he, he has a one line at some point in this episode where it's like, Hey, I'm hot, too, but he says it in such a sad and gay way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, may, maybe not entirely gay, but, but like, I'm hot it just too. felt subtext there. It's like, although I will note that even though he was on Glee, Darren Chris is straight. Oh. Somehow, despite again being on Glee, he, he works with Ryan Murphy a lot. But I'm reasonably sure he's married to a lady. Yeah. Wait, he could be bisexual and just not mentioning it. You know, every time true. that I find out that a a man is involved in musical theater and has like a wife or something, I'm like, what? Oh yeah, I forget the last time I was like, there was an actor. It's like, oh, I swear this guy's gay, and they found out they're married. It's like, really. Really? Who the fuck was that? I don't remember. Elton John. It was Elton John. Well, Elton John was married to a woman for a period of time. He was. Yes. Sometimes it's a cover. Less so. Less often these days. But yeah, yeah, that does. That did used to happen a lot. Especially if you're a musical theater guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, your your audience, if they're not gay, they're probably okay with it. Mm. Yeah. Or at least they'd better be. Anyway, so and B says that it sounds like all the energon in the in the in the scrapyard just burning up inside him. <laughs> and now, hey, now Grimlock has a plan. It is not a good plan, but it is a plan. He's just going to put all this energon on a cart. And he's going to drag it out, and then that gargoyle is going to find him, and then he's going to beat the gargoyle up, and then they're going to cure the disease? Question mark. I really like him and Bulkhead sitting around trying to come up with a plan. And they're both like, we're not plan guys. <laughs> no, these are like the worst possible people to come up with a plan. <laughs> yeah. This is not what they do. Someone else makes a plan and then points them at it. This is This is not something they're equipped for. And yet it works because sure enough, they are in short order attacked by wing code. Which then causes the trailer and the ener- most of the energy to just fall into the river. Mm. <laughs> Oops. They tried. But hey, hey Grimlock, he's, he's, he, he's got bulkhead in his earpiece. He's saying, you know, the plan will still work. Just be <laughs> calm. Think about punching people. <laughs> just think about punching. So, It'll be okay. Yeah, so he just starts hucking this energy into a cave. Then he chases after it. Wingco chases him in, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, no, I, I don't know where this energon is." Hiding it badly behind him, <laughs> and she's like, "You would not make a good spy." Yeah. No, it doesn't matter because you're in a cave where you can't fly, and also my gigantic friend is right at the cave's entrance. Yes, my, my large boulder-shaped friend. <laughs> not to be confused. Not to be confused with. Uh, their a large friend who, Boulder. Yes. yes. Who is also a large green guy. Yes. Yeah. Sadly, I don't think there's an episode where the three of them meet. Aww. Is, is there even an episode where Boulder and uh, Bulkhead meet? Sadly, no. I mean, they really should. Those two would get along so well. Aww. I mean, well, admittedly, animated Bulkhead would work better with Boulder, but... Yes. Uh, still a Bulkhead. And uh, Grimlock might be a little too violent for uh, for robots in disguise for for rescue bots. <laughs> yeah, but but he had an, an art period in a couple episodes. This is true. This robots is true. in disguise isn't or uh, rescue bots isn't so much into punching. No, unless it was an episode with like more bots or something. Yes. They should all get together and form a mean green art museum. Ooh. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I briefly before we that the the guys we fight the most are like two teenage druids who you really cannot punch. <laughs> no, you absolutely are not allowed to punch them. They they are humans. Occasionally okay. we have to contend with uh, an old man or a, <laughs> oh. uh, I believe, a ten-year-old girl. Wow, I I really want to send Grimlock to Griffin Rock so he can get a third mode and not be trailing behind everyone all the time. Uh, but, he already, he, but he's already a dinosaur. Yeah, I know. He's already got the dinosaur mode. He needs a vehicle mode. He does. Just watch him, like, pick a boat or something. <laughs> sure, it, it's better than nothing. It'd be probably be easier to tow. I guess. Less questions. This is true. Wouldn't have to hide under a tarp. Just a boat. Yeah. Now I want to Dinobot that transforms into a boat. Actually, well, mostly I want a paddles. An official paddles. Oh, yes. be a dino boat. I have a third party paddles, and he, he, he's fantastic because he's basically the same size as the new Dinobots we're getting. We need an official paddles. Mm. Yes, because the third party one is a little funky to transform. So, uh, so we're back at the base, uh, and l- and luckily we're not even out that much energon because we use the because Grimlock used the fake energon from all the way back in. Uh, Can you dig it? The episode with Ped. Yeah, oh, that's that a callback is, I forgot about. Yeah, that's a really serious callback. There, good job. Well, I guess Friedel, you know, he was in all these episodes, so I guess he would know <laughs> what happened in them. Yes. Mm. He was there. Yes. And so they are able to uh, to take Wing Code's nano cells, question mark. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. lots of biotechno babble. And inject them at Volby, and then he comes he goes back to normal. I, I would be a little worried. That might turn into a vampire. Into vampires, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes. Like, is that not a condition that's in your nano cells? I guess it's not contained. I mean, we never see the like both with Wing Code and Nightstrike. They were vampires, but they didn't turn other people into vampires. Right. They weren't that kind of vampires. Right. And we we never saw like Night. Was he ever like sucking Energon directly out of people? I can't remember. I mean, he was all like in prison. He was like giving them all super nightmares to put them in stasis so that he could yeah. then. Drain them, but I seem to recall that he had like a machine that drained them, and not. Yeah, that still seems. I mean, weird. It's like you're not going full on into the vampire stuff, guys. I don't know if this is the kind of show where you could have like him like biting necks. I well, yeah. something. Do the Morbius thing. Use your plasma. Hands. Your plasma. Or they could do the. Uh, or they could do the Beast Machines thing, where he has like dentures on a string. Something. Or how about not do that because it sucked. No yeah. pun intended. Well, it did suck, but. Something like implying, like, oh, I drink your energon. Well, yes, all of these Autobots drink energon. You know what? We no- should. We've got something settled for Halloween this year. You know what we should do for Halloween next year? It's Call mm-hmm. of the Primitives. Or not Call of the Primitives. Ooh. The Dweller, dweller in the Depths. Dweller in the Depths. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I don't and know why I had that. Maybe relevant to a, uh, to a future episode that we'll be doing. It may. It in may indeed. As future. So far yeah. in the future. Oh, my goodness. That may come up Although again. It may be sooner than you think. Because uh, after this, we've got one season robots of uh, Rescue Bots. Uh-huh. And then I guess we're out of Cyberverse. Yeah. Yay! As soon as we find where to get Cyberverse from. Uh, it's on, I think it's on Pluto at this point. I think they've got oh. it on demand. Okay, good. And or they was, might just have it on their YouTube. 
And it was being uploaded uh, to YouTube Hasbro. like as it was as it was uh, airing. So I didn't remember if it was still there because I've looked. Well, thankfully Hasbro did eventually put these up. Yes. Yes. And but yeah, Cyberverse was on YouTube from the start. Ah, okay. Unlike Earthspark, which they're trying to paywall with Paramount Plus, but oh yeah, I fooled them. I canceled my Paramount Plus subscription, and then they never seemed to notice. So yeah. <laughs> I still have Paramount Plus, despite not actually paying for it. <laughs> Uh, and then Bulkhead, he's like, uh, yeah, so uh, I still haven't heard from Optimus Prime, so I'm just going to stick around, I guess? Yeah, I yeah. guess I'm hanging hanging around. Also, as they cure everybody, they get a moment of being like, oh, what <laughs> what the hell was that? And Sideswife says, let me guess, you cured me last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Sideswife. He's so insecure, and it's so sad and adorable, and I want to hug him. It, it, it's as if they wrote the episode and they forgot that he was in it, and then they remembered that he was in it, but they decided to make <laughs> all the lines they added in about how they forgot that he was in the episode. Yes. I mean, he's not the one who got up and decided to go on patrol, so, you know, she kind of brought that on herself. Yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that is the episode. I, I enjoyed this one. I liked, uh, you know, I always enjoyed Bulkhead in Prime, and it was it was fun to see him uh, hanging around with uh, Grimlock here. Yeah, uh, being big, punchy green guys together. Hmm. Yeah, it was a good episode. Like I said, it it if if you look at the the season from a long view, it was a little fillery, but it didn't feel fillery. It just felt like an episode of Robots in Disguise. Yeah. Oh, and I, I did forget to mention a plot hole here. So, initially you'd think, okay, so they can just put the Autobots in stasis, but they're out of stasis pods. So where do they put wing code? Exactly. They just, like, put her in a crate or something? Oh. There's apparently a, there's a note on the wiki about how they, like, made do or something. They, uh, hmm. how they... Yeah, apparently they made, like, a makeshift stasis pod. Yes. It was very much something that had to be addressed via word of God. <laughs> I'm presuming they had to build one that was coffin-shaped. Yes. <laughs> she was placed in a makeshift stasis shell. As the Autobots had run out of real ones. I have no idea how oh, that was so a thing, but okay. They just space-bridged a new another Autobot in named Makeshift who transforms into a stasis pod. Oh no, watch out! He's, he's a plant! Because there's the guy in Prime named Makeshift yes. in one episode. Oh right, there was! <laughs> I, I thought the name was familiar, but I forgot from where. I thought it was like... Some random tech story or something. Oh, yeah, the shapeshifter. Maybe they still have his corpse lying around. So, yes, that kind of got hand-waved via word of God. But, yes, that's a good question. Makeshift is a good stupid Transformers name. It yes. Is not a good name, Wing Code. Mm, no. It, if they're also a hacker, maybe, but... But it's fine. I like her. She's yeah. a Bep. I like a Bep. 
Nice to like see Like a bit. flippy bep. I like mm, bad bots and I cannot lie. You mean, well, you mean like in that Halle Berry movie, Baps? <laughs> no. Not like that. So she's Bep. not a black American princess. Mm, I mean, she's more of a sort of a purple. This is true. And she's not American. She's Cybertronian. Also I that. do not know anything about any possible connections to royalty. A lot of vampires are counts. I don't know princes. This is true. Yeah. This is true. They're nobility, but not, not usually princes. Usually just landed gentry of some sort. Yeah. Unless you're a prince of Wallachia. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so I believe that now brings us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. No, it is not. I have not had time. Aww. <laughs> okay, then. It we, does not bring us to David's Tokusatsu Corner. Just decided last night, oh, yeah, we're recording tomorrow. It's like, oh, I did not I did not schedule time enough. Gotcha. To watch. I guess we should do an episode this weekend. Yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do one this week. Well, I was asking. It's like, should we do one this weekend? Yes, we should. How about Sunday? No, Saturday. Crap. <laughs> Sorry. I had to do laundry and other things. Next and then, week. Well, I, I could have gotten an hour Sunday. less of sleep and snuck it in, but I did not. <sighs> oh, yeah. Sleep Don't support. do that. Yes. That's me playing Starfield lately, so don't be like me. I could just get an hour less of sleep. It's fine. Let's go explore this planet. Okay, admittedly, I did play a little bit more Dark Souls this week and stuff. Oh. Nice. Anyway, yeah, that, that's it. That's that's it. We're done already. All right. So, that you, until you can find us all over the internet, uh, we'll be back with more Robots in Disguise next week. But until you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Mastodon, and on our Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have... Oh, where I have a cat on my keyboard causing problems. Get off of there. <laughs> where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. That is at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Uh, now there's some kind of piano thing going across the bottom of my screen, and I, I don't yeah, know what's what? going on. Uh, anyway... So for the spooky season this year, uh, I don't know if you've picked a specific episode yet, uh, but we, we are going indeed. to do. Oh, good! We are doing an episode of Extreme Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, let me just say, hey, I'm Ghostbusting over here. <laughs> Ooh! From my previous, every once in a while, I have brainstorming ideas of what a new podcast would be like to do a side one, <laughs> and one of them was. Every episode of every show that has ever done a Jersey Devil episode. Ooh. Because there there aren't a lot, but yes, we're doing the Jersey Devil episode of Extreme Ghostbusters. Nice. Nice. I'm on board for this. So uh, so it'll be this. Which is like the one good episode with the Jersey Devil that I know of. Well, so it'll be this. It'll be the uh, Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. in Which, which is the, the worst one? Oh my god, there will be so much yelling if we ever do that. We probably will uh, do that episode at some point. Because I'm going to and, be very angry. And uh, the Seinfeld episode where they go to a New Jersey Devils game. Oh, <laughs> I, I guess we could do that too. Um, there's... You gotta support like, the team. I guess I that think counts. There's, there's an Always Sunny episode or something. Uh, there um, is one where they go to the Pine Barrens. There's an X Files episode. Oh yes, there is. That is a bad X Files episode too. There's yeah. a uh, there's a What We Do in the Shadows episode. Oh yes, ah uh, yes, yes. See, there's like at least ten episodes in this idea. It's because it's convenient to anything set in New York. 
Well, yes, it, it's like a lot of stories are set in New York. It's like, oh, convenient. It's like, we got this. We've heard this local stupid legend. Let's make a story out of that. But no one ever does the right story. It's always like the X-Files episode. Oh, it, it, they're actually like cavemen wandering around the woods. It's like, has anyone ever actually done the straight Jersey Devil story? <laughs> I think this one, this Ghostbusters episode might be the closest. Yes. I seem to recall it has a Jersey Devil that actually looks like the purported Jersey Devil-ish. Ish. It, it does follow most most of the story, but we'll get into that later. Oh, I should probably read up again on the Jersey Devil. <laughs> I mean, not All that right. I need to remember much. It's like, I grew up in Jersey. I know most of it. And, of course, we'll be back next week with more Robots in Disguise. And uh, the the meta plot starts to build to a head as we... This is our anti-penultimate episode. Anti-penultimate. Fancy. That's a well, word that doesn't get used much. To- well, well, there's ultimate, then there's penultimate, and then anti-penultimate. As in, like, anti-chamber next to the chamber next to that's the penultimate episode. That's right, or antediluvian. Nice. Well, what the fuck's a diluvian? Uh, it's the flood. So, oh, French. Uh, I admit, I mostly know it from that uh, Donovan song, uh, Atlantis. Hmm. Way down below the ocean, sure. Where I, I want to be. Was this a Canadian-only song? Be. Like uh, no, Donovan's from Scotland. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's less likely I've heard a Scottish song from the Highlands. It was a hit in like the sixties. <laughs> oh, okay. Then maybe I heard it's it. It's also on an episode of Futurama. Mm, maybe. Anyway, so uh, so be here next time. As we attempt to apprehend five fugitives. That's so many fugitives. I didn't kill my five wives. <laughs> I don't care five times. <laughs> I gotta get my sidekick five Joe Pantelianos. <laughs> That's too many. So this is Bluebeard five? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, anyway, it's Harrison until Ford killed his wives. It's a Harrison Ford movie. Until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Oh, wait, I saw that movie in a theater. I'm David. What the fuck was it called? The...